I have never been more logistically prepared, but emotionally <laughs> unprepared for something in my entire life. <laughs> yep, we're about to review Frozen 2. Not even review, because five stars, obviously, more than five. But we're just going to be going through the entirety of Frozen 2, which is why this podcast exists. It's We've referenced it in every episode. If we haven't referenced it outright, we've catered the episode subjects around Frozen 2. So this is, mm. I, I'm feeling nervous. I am. I'm just like, it's going to be a long night. Like, <laughs> settle in, friends. Find a comfortable spot. Welcome to The Fifth Element, a podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Between the two of us, I think we have 20 pages of notes. Oh, yeah. At least. And I just jot things down, like, to remind me of the paragraphs of thought that are, like, invoked from it. Oh, the amount of screenshots we have just from, like, the last year. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm not even going to say spoiler alert. Like, go watch the movie before you listen to this. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, you just need to. Okay? So, without any further ado, the moment you've all been waiting for moment we've been waiting for (laughs) truly but also to parody the movie this is the one you've been waiting for Uh uh-huh okay so the opening sequence (laughs) okay also let me say that um emily and i have both re-watched the film not that we haven't seen it plenty of times before um but we have taken notes separately we have not read each other's notes we have Mm -hmm. not discussed um and so this is gonna be fun. Yeah, um, you watched it very, very recently. I've, yeah, I've, it's probably been a few weeks for me, maybe, maybe three or so weeks. But um, it's always fresh. It's never always. not on our minds. So. No. Um. Yeah. So we're just gonna go through. We're gonna kind of run through the entire film in the next couple episodes of the pod will be going diving a little bit deeper in some of the themes we'll touch on, but um, we're just going to kind of go through. All right. Opening sequence. Also, if you haven't seen Frozen 1, like go watch that too. We're not going to be talking <laughs> explicitly about it because that's old news and, you know, we'll bring it in. When Honestly, it needs to Frozen be in. 1, I really liked. I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is a such a great like Disney movie. It's about like sisterhood and kind of like restoring like a matriarchy. I loved it. And then Frozen 2, I just was like, okay, this is every therapy session I've ever been in. Right. Like Frozen 1 was necessary to like reveal the character development and like storyline and like all the all the fruits of Frozen 2, like Frozen 1 laid the foundation to like bring that to life. But also yeah. you watch Frozen 2 and you're like, Frozen 1 is a horror film. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy around Frozen 2 because a lot of parents are like, oh, my gosh, like, my kid, you know, I don't want to bring my kids. It has, like, death in it, and it's so dark. And it's like, 
Oh, we will talk about why. But I say Frozen 1 was a horror film in that, like, it is so, the characters are are so disintegrated and just, like, it's so sad. But then Frozen (laughs) 2, you're like, oh, this is, like, the redemption. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay, we just need to go. What if there's a three? Okay, I was thinking about that while I was finishing up Frozen 2 mere moments ago, and I was like, you know, I don't need Frozen 3 to happen, but honestly, they can do no wrong. Like, I know. I just so, don't know where they would even go from here. I, I know. I know. Okay, we can talk about that. When okay, so the film opens up with the angelic chanting sounds that <laughs> just evoke full body chills from yes. Frozen 1. You're just yes. automatically transported back to the magical world of, of Frozen. Right. And we see snowflakes falling. And mm-hmm. this is when I stopped the movie. Like... It literally took me seven hours to watch rewatch the whole movie because, like, it literally took me three hours to get through the first 20 minutes. I was taking so many notes. I know. But I stopped it, like, uh, I don't know, less than a minute in because snowflakes are just, like, cascading across the seat yeah. of the screen. And I'm, like, reminded that no one snowflake is alike, a.k.a. these crystalline frozen memories, as uh-huh. we will learn, water has memory, falling to the earth and piling up about to reveal themselves. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yes. And all of a sudden, it's already making me think of Olaf in a different way. You know, because Olaf suddenly has so much more meaning. And, um, and this is just the opening, the opening credit. But this, I'm is, like, this is before we even see human beings. Yeah. Like, the characters. This is mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. right. Oh, my gosh. And obviously, I didn't have all these feelings the very first time I saw yeah, Frozen yeah, yeah. One. I had a lot of feelings, but I wasn't like watching with a critical eye. You know, I took yeah. one film class in college, so you know, I'm attuned. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we see Anna and Elsa are playing in the mm-hmm. snow, and if you recall Elsa's character from the first movie, Elsa as a child is just totally different. She's so free. We see the necessary art of play in this healing mm-hmm. process that will, this foreshadowing. Um, but it's still, there's still their like type one and type two archetypes. If we're gonna oh, think of the oh, yes, friends. <laughs> Flip back in your notes a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Enneagram because it is running rampant through this film. Yeah. Um, Elsa says, kissing won't save the forest, and Anna goes, and they all get married. Uh, oh I'm my like... gosh, wait, wait, yes. <laughs> yes, I have that too, so okay, hold on, wait. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we even get to that, um, I need to talk about chakras. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't when do I was too much reading... about the chakras because I was like, this is a hole that I can't fall down throughout the entire movie like you could watch the whole movie and just do a full review or like you know or just through this lens but like in the beginning I was like okay this is why it took me three hours wait do tell because when I was watching I didn't even know about chakras a couple weeks ago true okay so um so in the snowflake part we see lots of purple which is reminiscent purple and white are associated with the crown chakra which is the highest chakra um it's associated with spirituality it is known as the chakra like each of the chakras is associated with an element and the crown chakra is beyond the elements (gasps) dare we say the fifth element (laughs) 
like okay so then in the snow playing scene anna's wearing a yellow dress with an orange belt i'm literally referencing my chakra crystals right now okay so yellow yeah yellow is reminiscent of the solar plexus Uh aka power power it's the phrase i do um strength the womb determination it's a fire chakra um and its shape is an inverted triangle and in the enneagram like shape model the triangle is representative of the law of three which is found in nature the holy trinity physics etc and it shows how a thing's identity is the result of the interaction of three forces aka emphasis on relationship Mm -hmm. which is anna's whole thing as a type two but she needs to learn to incorporate that third energy of intuition of spirituality which exists outside of the earthly realm aka her tendency towards romance needs to be replaced with intuition as a personal guide Mm. so then we get to the orange belt (laughs) this episode is going to be days long the orange belt orange reminiscent of the sacral chakra none of this has symbolism (laughs) it has to it has to like it it does i don't care if the imagineers or whoever made this movie like had intended this it's divinely orchestrated yeah it is um okay so the orange is the color associated with the sacral chakra which is the i feel chakra it's related to pleasure sociability creativity water and the crescent moon oh my gosh crescent moons um are when the light is reducing in the lunar phases aka a need for more introspection sitting in dark places less vision of self re the root vice of type twos, which is pride. Like, mm. uh, Anna needs to, like, think less of herself and sit in these dark places mm-hmm. to be able to integrate. Okay, let me talk about Elsa, and then I can talk about both of them together. Okay, so Elsa's wearing a blue dress with a purple belt. Mm-hmm. Blue is associated with the throat chakra. Of course. I talk, communication, expression. Um, its element is space itself. So, again, like, beyond <gasps> this world. Oh, and my God. Uh, like symbol that is associated with is the smoky gray egg in a white circle. Yeah, that oh. took me a minute too, but we'll get to it. So in the Enneagram, the circle shape of the model is representative of unity and oneness. It shows the wholeness of a thing, aka the egg inside it equals Elsa giving birth to wholeness through her capacity to express her needs. Oh my gosh. And we'll talk about her Mercury in third household. <laughs> and then the purple belt, aka purple, the crown chakra, yeah. the I understand, knowledge, fulfillment. I I am the one I've been waiting for. Wow. Literally fulfilling herself. AKA she's beyond the elements because it's intuition and she is intuition. She is the fifth element. Right. And that is, um, again, spirituality and associated with the 1,000-petaled lotus flower. So, in the case of Anna, I think it's the belt, uh, the orange belt associated with feeling that she's attuned to but needs to hone the yellow dress, the wise doing. Like, if she ain't a Capricorn moon, I quit. (laughs) In Elsa's case, she needs to learn to, um, like, harness the blue dress the communication her feelings she needs to learn to communicate her feelings in order to purple belt hashtag understand them and tap Uh into her true spiritual self oh my gosh at disney hire us (laughs) for your costume choices from now on wow right 
right. So wow. yeah, so then, like you said, Anna says, who cares about danger when there's love? Like mm-hmm. a two to a T. Right. And Elsa says, Anna, bleh, kissing won't save the forest. <laughs> like a type one. She yeah. like, needs to redeem. She's focused. Um, <sighs> so then, so then dad's telling them the bedtime story. Right. Secrets from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, about the forbidden forest and something I wrote down was he just opens he opens up the the film themes with talking about the powerful spirits of all air mm. fire water and earth but was also home to the mysterious North Uldra people they took advantage of the forest gifts so we're introducing this magic element the spirits this forbidden forest the North Uldra people who live in tune with nature um, and then grandfather built a mighty dam to strengthen their waters. Oh, I had thoughts. Okay, well, first, when she when he's talking about, like, the forest is home to the North Uldra people, and then, mm-hmm. like, not a spoiler, but Elsa ends up there. And so this is the first time of many throughout the movie that I was like, Elsa has to have a North Node in Cancer. Mm. South Node Capricorn. We can debate that another time. But... Just wanted to throw that out there because it comes up again. But yep. then, yeah, the dam to strengthen the waters. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. As you cannot if, empower things that have innate power. Get over yourself. As if water needs strengthening. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, and he uses this language of, like, we let our guard down and they started attacking us. Mm-hmm. Referring to, like, the native North Ultra people. Even before the truth of these oppressed people is revealed, we see this language of othering. Mm-hmm. Rude. Being told to the children. Um, but they don't, they don't seem to, to buy into it as much. They're pretty open. They're magical little children. Magical beings. Um, and then we kind of flash back to his experience. Um, He sees a woman being flitted around magically by the wind as the battle begins behind him. So the battle between the North Uldra people and the people of Arendelle. Um, So this native, native forest people and like the city folk. Um, And it says, the fighting enraged the spirits and they turned their magic against us all. Like, <laughs> no. Right. I wrote, like, no. This is in all caps, by the way. Most of this is. Like, no, God did not create nature to be evil. You brought this upon yourself and you owe it an apology. Right. And he, he comes, so the, the grandfather dies. The dad, as a child, like, passes out or whatever. As he comes to, he hears the voice for the first time as he's being saved. Right. Literally at Elsa needing to find her throat chakra voice. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time we hear that. Yes. Also, lest we forget, I lost my voice while watching this movie. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. Literally. Um, Yeah. And I don't know how much we want to talk about astrology, but... I was like, there's got to be serious third house wins for Elsa. Oh, for sure. Like Saturn is there Mm -hmm. or Chiron in Gemini, but also Virgo in Gemini is, I mean, Virgo in Chiron, Mm. Chiron and Virgo is Like, why do we have this same chart? (laughs) Okay, wait. Yeah. Do you want to wait to talk big threes? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, Um, 
So story time ends, uh, and Elsa is like visually concerned. Yeah, like, boy, you just done gone traumatized your daughter. Like, and she she's has internalized all of this. She's in tune, like right. already. Um, he says, "What happened to the spirits, and what happened to the forest?" Oh gosh. Okay, so but here's it, my question. Here is, um, and it's like, well, okay, it's answered later on. But I wrote as I was taking notes, like. Do we think Agnar, the father, knew his wife saved him? Or do we think he was straight up clueless? I feel like he was clueless. For he, real. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And like, so then later on. And that's the, the matriarchal wound. She like didn't want to like reveal her power. Wow. True. Yeah. Later in the, um, at Atahalan, it comes out that she was like, I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Anyways. So, okay. So n- do you have anything before the first um, I just song? thought it was funny because Anna's like, who attacks people who gives them gifts? And I'm like, you little type two love language <laughs> gift giving Libra person. <laughs> Maybe Libra, I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, so then, oh, so only Atahalan knows if the forest will wake again. There's a river who holds all the answers about the past and what we are a part of. Mm-hmm. So she The mom that says out. that. Yep. Imagine hearing that as a child. It's just so much information. There's a river that holds all the answers about the past and what we are a part of. Like, oh, if you don't find, like, <laughs> if you're not spending your entire life trying to journey to this river, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, and then the first song, All is Found. Okay, so it starts... In her waters deep and true lie the answers and a path for you. Dive down deep into her sound, but not too far you'll be drowned. So, like, obviously we must address the the womb the trauma. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I said the womb imagery. Oh. In her waters. Oh, true. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even, like, look at any of this through that lens, but I'm glad you did. Um yeah so just like i mean from the get-go we've just got like trauma um but it's easy to uh like she needs to integrate but it's easy to get too caught up in all of it because of how dark and weighty it is um so like major scorpio vibes um i was like probably a pluto transformation planet in scorpio Mm. Um, because depth is the key to transformation. This is another theme that we see throughout the movie, um, that she has to go to like these dark and lonely places Mm -hmm. and like face what has happened Mm -hmm. and like transform because of it. Right. They both have to break these cycles of intergenerational traumas that have been passed down to them. Um, and the lyrics shift from a river full of memory to a mother full of memory. Yeah. So we now have the plot line of restoring the matriarchy because we see that in the flashback that there was a woman saving their dad a north older woman saving their dad and we then find out later that it was their mom um and she hints at it in this song like there's a mother full of memory um and i interpreted also when all is lost and all is found stripping away everything to hear the intuition going to the depths like you said to uh-huh. be able to transform yep mm-hmm. okay wait here's where i like went all out on elsa's big 3 okay if you want to go there now yeah go ahead i don't have i didn't really write about that okay so so hear go me for out it. Okay. um I said 
Okay. Capricorn Sun, mm-hmm. Scorpio Moon, Aquarius mm-hmm. Rising. Yeah. I okay. feel like that's what I was thinking. Because with Aquarius Rising, then we've got Pisces in the second house, which is a certified need for her to tap into the moon in the Wait, 10th house. That's literally Molly's chart. That's Molly's big three. Capricorn, Sun, Scorpio, Moon, Aquarius, Rising. <laughs> Molly, you're welcome. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is so. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Um, Pisces in the second wow. house. Wow. Yep. Okay, because what I have for Anna is similar to Heidi's. Stop. <laughs> Why is this literally about my family? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, anyway. okay, but so then Pisces in the second house emphasizes the need for her to tap into because again, second house the is the resources of serving yourself to be able to tap into your moon needs to tap into the moon in the tenth house. Tenth house being vocation. Mm-hmm. So then Scorpio legacy. In the tenth, right. Scorpio in the tenth is like your true calling is to like go to these dark depth places. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scorpio. Um, feels is her vocation and then the sun in that puts the sun in Capricorn in the 12th house mm-hmm. of spirituality like the solitary work she needs to do surrounding the realm of spirituality and transcendence mm-hmm. I mean come on we need that for her yeah that also puts, that's exactly her that also puts cancer in the sixth house so the daily work she's doing is she like runs a freaking kingdom. So like mm-hmm. cancer, home and family, like the sixth house, her daily work is like operating in that way, in a way that suits her in, oh, but then she ultimately like chooses home in a different way that suits her when she like ultimately goes to live in North Ultra. Yep. Okay. And but then that's making me think that her South Node is probably in Aquarius in the first house and her North Node is in Leo in the seventh house. That hair, though, when she wow. takes that hair out of her braid and she's just, it's flowing because she's so comfortable with Aquarius. She's so comfortable being alone in herself, in her Aquarius, I'm different, kind of like outsider, icy. And she has to like step into the spotlight and step into the power and wow. be okay, this queen. Yes. It's like queen vibes. And also, she needs to be. She doesn't need to, but she's very comfortably being alone and with her North Node being in the seventh house, that would be like the way to destiny is like through relationship with others. Okay. I can totally see that too. Okay. I have to think about how that tracks through the rest of the movie though. Okay. Because I was really committed to this Cancer North Node thing, but I am liking this Leo thing. Okay. Wait, but also, so then this puts, um, yeah, so Scorpio Moon and then Pisces in the second, and then Cancer in the sixth. So we have all of the water signs in prominent positions because they must be. Um, and then the third house is in Aries. So communication because of the outbursts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eighth house in Virgo, like type one or not. Yeah. Repressed. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. If anybody listening has thoughts about that, let me know. We love to hear. Yeah. We'll, de- we'll definitely be talking about it. Um, okay, then Q Elsa, Queen Elsa, we see her all grown up, and we then see her shooting ice out of her hands as she's startled, and I wrote down that we learn that this icy power is essentially a trauma response. <laughs> like, like, yeah, also, let me just remind everyone we're, like, ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. The wow trauma response of ice. Like fight, flight, or freeze. She's literally in freeze mode all the time. Mm-hmm. True. So then she hears the voice for the first time, and no one else can hear it. Yeah. Anything else with that? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. No. So then we see a leaf flying across the kingdom, and we see Anna and Olaf basking in the <laughs> sun. Like, Olaf, welcome. And Olaf is the definition of a type 7 integrating, in my opinion, because he just goes, and yet change mocks us with her beauty. And I'm like, <laughs> integrating to a type 5. We love to see it. Well, and so this is an important line, too. So it's it's fall. It's autumn um, in this season of just, like, transformation. Well, I guess all the seasons are, like, transformation. But, um, like, right. Dying, well, yeah. because it's, like things are withering away in the face of winter where everything is just like dead. And I have something about this later, but so Olaf says, do you ever worry about the notion that nothing's permanent? Mm-hmm. And then Anna's like, let me just put this out here. Olaf is Anna's inner child. Mm-hmm. And we'll see the way that that comes out later on. Um, but yeah, he- Danielle, Danielle was saying maybe she's like, he's her spirit guide. And I think it could even be, the same like this person that she conjured up or her sister like conjured up for her when she was a kid that stays with her it's like reminding her of when she was a kid and maybe it's something outside of her and maybe it is her but whatever it is it's just this extension of anna wow true which when you watch the movie through that lens it like changes so much Uh uh-huh so Mm -hmm. Yeah, so then he is, like, revealing her abandonment wounds from her mm-hmm. parents, giving rise to her anxious attachment, mm-hmm. which we saw in the first movie with one oh, yeah. Hans. Um, <laughs> and then also... We don't her- speak his name. <laughs> um, oh, I have thoughts about him as well. Um, <laughs> I don't remember, like, what order anything's in, but we'll get to it all. Um, and then so... Yeah, so her anxious attachment, her codependent tendencies as a type two, we hate to see it. Um, and also my guess is that her Chiron, her wounded healer, is in the sign of Sagittarius. But, oh, which totally aligns with Olaf as her inner child being yeah. a type seven. Yeah. Sagittarius right. type seven, super similar energy. Um, so Anna replies that she's not worried about permanency because she has Olaf and Elsa and Kristoff and Sven, and I'm not alone anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't worry. The loneliness. Not alone anymore. Yeah. Right. And avoiding the facing difficult things with her hashtag codependent ways. (laughs) Cue some things never change, which is a nice little ditty about the seasons changing and the relationships staying the same, but not for long, as we know. And actually, in the scene, every line is a contradiction to what's actually happening. Oh my gosh! I yeah, I wrote the same thing. Everything she says that like won't change, like stone walls falling and trees being cut down like it's all happening and she's blind to it because Mm -hmm. she's afraid to lose the security of familiarity and Mm -hmm. support and like Olaf is maturing in this like trying to have her mature and like being this more integrated and it's almost like she's regressing because then we see Kristoff getting ready to propose and I'm like wait Anna's at the age where she can get where she's like getting married she seems so young and it's kind Uh of funny because like Olaf seems so much more grown in this one so it's like this contradiction too wow yeah 
And then so interesting. I wonder if that has something to do with like um with parentifying mm-hmm. like kids being forced to grow up faster than they were yeah. because her parents died. Well, but then and also like, she's like regressing back to like childhood because she needs to go back there to heal those things. Right. Which is why Olaf, yeah, like had to die. Um, so then Elsa's getting real emo and like changes the vibe of the song. And she's like hearing the restless wind and wondering if change is coming. Um, and says, I can't freeze this moment, but I can still go out and seize the day. A type one integrating to a type seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, they're yeah. counting their blessings beneath the autumn sky. We love a seasonal celebration. Love it. True. True. Um, and then Sven and Kristoff come on the scene. Um, Kristoff, let's name it. He's a type six. Um, the loyalist Uh Uh, he has this anxiety to show up in the way that he wants to but also the loyalty to Sven and Anna first and foremost yeah in the way that she wants him to right so it's like distorting yeah his view well and this is why I just thought this movie was so beautiful because until they're both until they've both gone through their separate transformations everything in the universe is stopping them from like coming together mm, wow yeah every time he tries to propose like 16 times yeah and until uh-huh. they both like reached their own depths then they can finally like be together uh-huh. yeah so then we have family game night family game night olaf's impression of elsa is <laughs> iconic oh my gosh when he's like sashaying and he has this mm-hmm. like uh-huh um two sisters one mind mm-hmm. and i was like i cannot with the fictitious closeness that anna has created in her mind like girlfriend just because you're besties now doesn't mean you're the same person stop trying to merge with everyone oh i so yourself. relate to elsa like trying to have fun and play charades while simultaneously trying to not look like a fool and like mess up Wow. <laughs> yeah, in case everyone forgot, Emily's a type one and I'm a type two, so we are locked in. We're locked in our characters. roles. <laughs> um, Anna, or Elsa hears the call again. She goes back to her room after reading the word ice, of course. Oh, wow. Kristoff gets ditched a second time because read the room, Kristoff has some self-awareness. Anna's uh, not yeah. ready to be proposed to. Oh my gosh. True. Also, Anna like, finds, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Anna finds Elsa wearing her mother's scarf because she is feeling the maternal call of the universe. Calling oh, to her. Yep. Okay. But like, also, she intuitively knows that's the answer to all her yes. woes. Like, the emotional needs of her moon. Yeah. And she says, wow. I don't want to mess, I just don't want to mess things up. And Anna right. says, you'll always have me. And I'm like, a type one, type two. <laughs> okay, but also, wait, backtrack just slightly. Olaf says to Sven, oh, you do the best impressions. Like when you do Kristoff and you go, I just need to go talk to some rocks about my childhood. I <laughs> died because at least someone in this movie is talking to someone about their childhood. <laughs> Thank God for Kristoff. Olaf's lines in this movie, like, I don't know if people know this, but I have a 
collection of Olaf's, but most importantly, a four and a half foot tall stuffed right. Olaf. And like, I'm obsessed with him. But this movie, like, I mean, it's a whole his, other level. It's a whole other level. Like, it's not just he's cute comic relief anymore. It's like he is the guiding light. He's a spiritual guide, a shaman, if if we may. <laughs> Olaf is a shaman. You hear it, heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Um, um so, so then, then the voice again yep they fall asleep she hears the voice and oh my gosh <laughs> full body chills when the song's on into the unknown she's okay, trying wait, to block out the voice before that side note elsa honey you need to take off your makeup before you go to sleep <laughs> she is in full eyeshadow like right stage makeup oh my gosh okay but yeah into the unknown which you know i think here's my i love this song no <gasps> doubt for what it does but this was like the song of the movie and show yourself is the most iconic. This this moment. is this is like this is like it for me. Really? I mean I love this song. I mean I yeah. love it. I love the Panic at the Disco version. I love You, no. I I mean not for the context of the movie, but like it's a bop. Um but I don't know, show yourself. That's that's when I get full body chills, but Okay, anyways, we'll jump right into the lyrics. Yeah. So I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble while others don't. There's a thousand I mean, reasons. Go ahead. This is just, this is the journey of following your intuition and following your path. I mean, Like yeah. every single line, like this is just, it's incredible. Yeah. Who wrote this movie? Because right. it's perfect. There's a thousand reasons I should go about my day and ignore your whispers, which I wish would go away. Like if this ain't the anthem of a country full of people who refuse to go to therapy, IDK, what is? I've had my adventure and I don't need something new. I'm afraid of what I risk. I'm risking if I follow you. The journey towards intuition requires sacrifice because it brings you into the unknown. I mean, this is everything. Yeah. The unknown. Well, yeah, and she's saying, like, she, she's, like, well, in the beginning, it's, like, oh, I'm, like, shying away from, like, adventure. I don't need something mm-hmm. new. Like, I want to be comfortable, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, okay, so clearly we've got some, like, Anna, Sagittarius, ninth house wounds, and likewise, a need for integration to type seven as a type one. Mm-hmm. And this is why Olaf is so good for Elsa in this way, mm-hmm. because he's bringing that out of her. Well, she, like, created him. Yeah. Err. Right. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She like creates the thing that she needs. Yes. Wow. Okay. But she creates it like for her sister. Wow. I can't. Um, her biggest fear, are you here to distract me so I make a big mistake? Like I relate to the song so much. Like she's list- she's hearing, she doesn't know it's her intuition. She doesn't know it's the call that's bringing her t- towards her destiny. And she's just assuming like, are you going to throw me off my path? Like I've secured this position. I, everyone I've ever loved is here within these walls. Like I don't need anything new. I had my adventure. Um, or are you somewhere out there? Are you someone out there who's a little bit like me, who knows deep down? And then she gazes into her reflection in the water. Like, yeah, because yeah. that's where you're going to find yourself. Uh-huh. Every day is a little harder as I feel my power grow. Her this power- This is the shifty shift right here, people. Is what she had to keep repressed her whole life. If we uh-huh. can recall- uh, Shutting one, away. Conceal, don't feel. The gloves. <laughs> I'm just remembering the gloves. 
right. Conceal, don't feel. And she's this, this, this juxtaposition of now she's literally making constellations with her hands. She's Uh letting her power just pop off and she's building kingdoms. Like it's such a contrast from frozen one when she was just discovering her power and barely seeing what she could build. Now she needs to build something like now she's building her own kingdom to bring her into the unknown. Right. She which is which is also a juxtaposition from the first movie where she built her ice palace as a way to cut herself off from everyone else. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Like She's- people, are you understanding why this movie is everything to us? Right. She's literally crystallizing the elements into the sky. They come crashing down as she names them. I mean, this is this is everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then she awakens the elements. Yes. <laughs> Casually. Awakens water, the elements. The water disappears. Wind is going crazy. Fire. Mm-hmm. Earth is um, crumbling. Kristoff, big Taurus energy delivering blankets <laughs> to people. I can't. Big Taurus energy. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, and Olaf says, we're calling this controlling what you can when things feel out of control. And the coping little, mechanisms. We love a little integration to type five and yeah. disintegration. That is the 2020 mantra. Oh my gosh. Um, she once again tells Anna that she feels like she messed up and made a big mistake. I woke the magical spirits of the enchanted forest, but she she's popping off because she says, I believe whatever is calling me is good. My I magic can feel it. Can feel it. Uh, like, yes, she is starting to trust herself and assert herself instead of just hiding away from the shame. Mm-hmm. And then enter the trolls. The wait, only and- trolls we welcome. Right. Wait, just before that, to further my Aquarius, Leo, South Node, North Node, like Aquarius being always looking out for the collective wow, and the collective expression and Leo being like, I need to do my own thing and go on my own path. Like she's asserting, I know that I'm here to like rule this kingdom, but I need to like go on my own journey and be in my power. Wow. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh-huh. Yes, Emily. Yes. So the trolls. Yeah. And also she literally does that at the end of the movie when she like leaves Arendelle. And she's and like, like, I've done what I needed to do for you people. Literally the hair. I do always forget about the hair. <laughs> See, that was a thing too when she like gets to the ice palace, right? Like the most iconic scene of yeah. season one when she, she like takes the braid out. Down. And that is when she comes alive because she's embodying her North Node. <gasps> Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm right there with you. So the trolls come back. Um, the angry magical spirits are not for the faint of heart. Um, also, we hear for the first time the mention of when one can see no future, all one can do is the next right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's on foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. They also conjure up a vision of the dam and they say the past is not what it seems. A wrong demands to be righted. Arendelle is not safe. The truth must be found. Without it, I see no future. Yeah. So well, laying out the issue for the movie. There's a, there's a wrong that demands to be righted. Yes. And also like uh, Elsa's like immediate like 
no hesitation response of the next right thing for me is for me to go to the enchanted forest and find that voice. Kristoff, mm-hmm. can I borrow your wagon and Sven? Like one, we love the confidence. Two, we love that she's asking for help. Mm-hmm. Clear integration here from the first movie. We also love Kristoff's response because he pops off with his boundaries. He's like, I'm not very comfortable with the idea of that. And oh. I was like, okay, we do love him like asserting a little bit of himself, even though he like knows his place. But also, um, again, comes from a place of, like, anxiety. I know. <laughs> of type six. And okay. then Anna, immediately, this is where we see the discrepancy between the integration journeys. Everyone's on their own journey. But Anna is immediately, like, discouraging to her because of the fear and the anxious attachment because she's yeah, afraid yeah. her sister's going to die again. Well, and her sister is such a step stand-in for her mom, for her parents. Right. Like, and so... There's this extra layer of trauma that Anna faces. Like Elsa carries so much burden and responsibility as the older sister, but Anna is so, um, yeah, attached to everyone because those attachments were like severed for her so much younger. Okay. Also, and like part of this, let me say, is I am convinced that Anna is a Leo sun, Mm -hmm. Capricorn moon, Gemini rising. See, I don't get the Capricorn moon. I think she needs the thing that she is not attuned to and that she needs in her life is the capacity to advocate for herself, to be in relationship, but to be comfortable being alone and to do the work alone. And ultimately that's what she does when we see her in next right thing. Um, And then also like she needs to bring structure into her life. Like there's yeah. just like she it's just so much like chaotic energy but then also that is representative of the maternal wounds and then mm-hmm. the attachment to elsa if elsa's a capricorn okay that makes sense yeah and then they're like feeding each other in that way like there's there is like innate reciprocity in their um like major astrology of like she's a leo and like so elsa needs to find balance in that and like take some of that and Anna's Gemini rising, I'm assuming, um, of, like, she's very good at expressing herself. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't have the discipline, the Capricorn moon, to, like, sit and really discern, like, what to do, like, how to put that that into action. So, like, and, uh, like, Elsa's all about action and, like, doing and, like, doing it alone and, like, whatever. And then Anna is, like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, do really impulsive stuff and, like, express myself and feel a lot of feels, um, but, like, not actually know how to put that into any systematic ordered thing. Yeah. See, I thought she was a Leo. And after hearing, I do agree with the moon and the rising, but now I'm thinking, okay, if that's her moon and rising, then she's probably a Libra. Sun? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she's definitely got Libra energy. Yeah, we'll come back you to know? that. Um, so after Elsa declares her intention into the universe to follow this voice everything starts to align for her the trolls step into action they're like all right we'll take care of the kingdom like here's what you got to do like her journey just begins because that's what the universe wants for her Mm -hmm. um olaf starts off his trivia of course with did you know water has memory it's disputed by many but it's true like who is disputing it yeah like god forbid nature have a power we don't Right. Literally comprises us. Like, thank you, Olaf. 
Right. Um, Kristoff tries yet again to propose, keeps messing up because the stars are just not aligned. They're okay. just, it's not right. The stars are not aligned. He needs to read the room, as yeah. we have mentioned on the pod before. But also, Anna's getting so easily offended, thinking that Kristoff yeah. thinks she's crazy. Um, and like, that's what we call insecure attachment and a disintegration to type eight. <laughs> yeah. True. Like she's literally getting mad at him. And he's just like right. doing his he's doing his best in this mm-hmm. moment. Um and then so they get to the the forest and Well Elsa hears the voice and oh, then they yeah, get to yeah. the forest. And covered the, in mist. The mist, like, is anyone else having Neptune vibes? Mm. The delusion and clouded judgment. Wow. Yeah, the symbolism. Right. And Elsa is the only one who's unafraid to enter because she believes in her power to get through it, literally and figuratively. Meanwhile, everyone else is trembling. Kristoff, a man, tries to walk in and gets thrown back because this is a matriarchy, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Also, let's acknowledge that um, when they do get through the mist, the the four element pillars mm-hmm. that we saw at the beginning of the movie are standing tall amidst mm-hmm. the fog as mm-hmm. they pass through them. And Elsa is aligned with the universe as she's, um, oh, well, wait. So she's also the only one, like, of them standing tall, like, yeah. these pillars of the elements because she is the fifth element. Right. Um, and, like, she's aligned with the universe and yet she has only sung one song thus far. Like, yeah. the degree to which she is like on this journey like how far into it she is and we are still so early on in the movie yeah is like brilliant yeah she's just following the intuition following the voice she thinks it's the voice right um so they get locked into the enchanted forest anna spots the dam um Kristoff tries to freaking propose again this is your god what number three i'm like dude my gosh. Also, can we talk about how Olaf, like, again, all too casually goes, did you know an enchanted forest is a place of transformation? Right. He just then, drops these lines. Right. The Scorpio 8th house vibes. And then he goes, I have no idea what that means, but I can't wait to see what it does for each one of us. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he, I mean, he's about to have his moment in the sun, but before that, the funniest moment in comedic history because we stand a trauma response when he's yelling like Samantha. He's <laughs> like, I don't even know Samantha. Oh my gosh, it dead. It laughed also, so hard. This idea of I, there are literally every line out of his mouth I laughed out loud. Um, mm-hmm. even several times watching it. But okay, so this notion of being literally the name being locked in the forest and i was like yeah because once you become aware of the truths of your own transformative capacity you cannot turn away like they are in there until they figure out it's like the greatest escape room of all time yeah there's no turning back and all of them have to do it like christoph's first thought is like okay well we're locked in here let me propose and it's like no 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 sir you have to go on your own journey too yeah Okay, wait. Okay, so I have some thoughts about it. So we're in the forest. It is full-on fall. Um, mm-hmm. Season of beautiful transformation. I alluded to this a little bit earlier. And withering away to the rest in the depths of winter, which Elsa reaches when she goes full-on ice queen and out to Holland. And Anna is straight up shivering in her little cave moment. Like, OMG, the trauma response release exercise of that. Her mm-hmm. just, like, shivering in a cave. Um 
before they both arrive at Arendelle for the rebirth of spring later on. Mm-hmm. Like, the timing is perfect. Also, in the forest, there's so much red, um, which we associate with the root chakra. because Starting are, at the beginning. Starting at the beginning. They're going back to their roots. They are grounding themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Except for Anna, who is too worried about Arendelle. Like, girl, you can't skip ahead. There is divine order to this mm-hmm. issue. So, yeah. And then our little snowman friend sings a song. When I'm older. Um, some of my favorite lines, growing up means adapting. When I'm more mature, I'll feel totally secure. Like, he's been to therapy. Right. The growing up means adapting, developing coping mechanisms. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the adaptation. The fire um, spirit is following him around throughout this. Is this the little lizard? Yeah. Guy? Yeah. I don't really know what to make of him, but... Um, he he just represents that. the fire, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, okay, yeah, when he's like, uh, when I'm more mature, I'll feel totally secure. I was like, yeah, aka developing secure attachment, which Anna mm-hmm. does learn to do when... Spoiler alert, she reparents herself in the ice canoe with mm-hmm. Olaf after Elsa sends her away, emphasizing yeah. true security must be found on her own, and that is on a Capricorn moon. Like, and Elsa yeah. guides her to her emotional security through her demonstration of solitude, independence, and wisdom, because Elsa is a Capricorn in the 12th house, mm-hmm. and with Gemini rising, that puts Aunt Anna's Capricorn in the 8th house, aka her moon in Capricorn, where will be her ultimate transformation. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that puts Leo, which I think is her son, in the third house. So, like, she demonstrates for Elsa the need to communicate. Mm. Mercury is definitely here for her, too. And then Elsa probably has a different Sun-Mercury combo. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I'm still open to this Libra theory. No, I like that. It sounds great. Um, at the end, Olaf gets essentially swept away by, like, a tornado. Okay. Oh. The wind spirit, all of these elements are um, starting to appear and show their power as well. Um, They sweep everyone away and the wind spirit lets everyone go besides Elsa. Mm -hmm. Um, But she uses her powers to stop the wind and then gets a vision of her grandfather. Uh Uh-huh. Um, the vision is her grandfather, like, brandishing a sword and saying, for Arendelle. So now she's seeing, like, the past a little bit clearer. Um, when the wind does stop, we see ice sculptures in its place. Uh-huh. And it's the, the girl. Yep. So it's her father... As a kid being saved by, yeah, this North Oldra woman um, or girl. Um, the forest goes dark and we see the North Oldra people approach mm. as, and I love this image of Anna and Elsa standing in front of Kristoff because it's so clear that like <gasps> this is their journey, this is their wow. turf, and like this is like what they're here to do. He's just along for the ride. Yeah, he's just along for the ride. Wow. And then yeah. the Arendellian soldiers mm-hmm. 
arrive right um and then olaf gives his <laughs> recap his uh, oscar worthy yes. recap of frozen one and i'm like okay my main takeaway from this is on he who shall not be mentioned hans okay tell um me. Thinking about how he was a grade A snake, yeah. Anna was blind to because of her trauma bond to him, uh-huh. and how let's talk about how he looks strikingly similar to Agnar, her father. Oh and Jesus! Like he does, and ultimately oh leaves her just like he did. Oh my God! The trauma bond. Yeah, like it's oh, sad, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. Um, and. My favorite line is, well, at least they have their parents. Their parents are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? (laughs) Right. Dead. Um, And then the wise elder woman of the North Uldra, uh, I forget what the context is, but she says, when nature speaks, we listen. Yep. We only trust nature. And then the fire spirit pops off because nature starts to speak. True. Mm-hmm. Elsa is trying to use her power to put out the fires. Anna's falling behind and essentially choking on the flames and burning, but Elsa's just like full savior steam mode ahead. Like she's doing her thing and Anna's just like, wait, I'm dying. Well, initially Anna tries to like confront it. She's like the first one. She's like, I'm going to go after this. And I'm like, with what power? Like, yeah. Not power, you have power, but like magical ice powers. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, Elemental. she tries to confront it and stand up to it because she's a fire sign. Um, and Kristoff <laughs> saves the reindeer because he's a Taurus. Um, <laughs> and Elsa puts it out because water. Um, and then, yeah, the little lizard guy, I'm like, I'm confused by him. I didn't think we needed another small animal friend in yeah. this movie. I'm like, Sven and Olaf are enough. Well, I think it's like fire being so destructive and like this, once again, this juxtaposition of Elsa having like water, which is the opposite of fire, Mm. and her water element power is being so like powerful. And in juxtaposition to that, there's just this little fire like lizard who is very bonded with her and like kind of just under her power. And influence as well. Wow, true. Yeah, I like that. And I'm also thinking of, okay, so we have Olaf, water, Sven, earth. Uh Um, We have little lizard friend, fire, and then we have gale. The wind is the air. So we have all four elements in these, like, little friends. Mm -hmm. And the frog spirit can hear the voice as well. So this is where the, the first time that we see someone else can hear the voice besides Elsa. Um, And the frog spirit beckons her to follow it north, and she's about to, but Anna comes up behind her with one of the most iconic lines that, like, made me almost want to cry as a big sister. She says, if you don't want me to follow you into the fire, then don't run into fire. (gasps) I'm like, that is so... (laughs) Like, I'm... That is so powerful. And just so sad. Like, she is so devoted to her sister because that is her everything. Right. Is her everything. Right. And, like, though we have alluded to, like, that being partially rooted in unhealthy, like, tendencies at the same time, it's like, yeah, they do only have each other in terms of family. And it's like... Yeah. 
it's so sad because her I think her genuine intention is not like I want you to stay here with me forever I think it's like no I'm just genuinely worried that you're gonna die and then I'm gonna well and she's just like I want to come with you she's like you do your thing and I will just be there to be with you that's all she wants um yeah so then she puts the Northologist scarf on her and they like make the connection that it was their mother who saved their father all right and the spirits are pleased and more chanting ensues Mm-hmm. And then everyone is physically and emotionally connected. This is when they're all join hands and they're like chanting around. Um, and in in true white person fashion, Olaf is like riffing as their <laughs> Northaldra voices are just like chanting their spiritual songs, and he's just like trying to riff. Oh my gosh, amazing! Okay, so then, okay, this is where this is where I had Libra come in for Anna because I was like. I'm not trying to make Anna and I the same person, but I think her South Node is in Aries and her North Node's in Libra. Well, I was going to say that. I was going to say if if I'll give you the Leo sun if she can have her North Node in Aries. I mean, we don't need to barter, but yes, I, d- <laughs> I totally, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because she needs relational balance. And Wait, I think- North Node in Libra or North Node in Aries? North Node in Libra. Okay, see, I said south node in Libra because I think Libra is her her natural state. She, like, needs to be in partnership. She needs to be in relationship. She has the sense of justice and balance and peace when it comes to, like, the community. But she needs the Aries because she needs to – wait, what did I say? Yeah, she needs the Aries because she needs to assert herself and she needs to be independent and she needs to be self-sufficient because – the Libra comes naturally. The partnership comes almost too naturally. This codependent. But that's what I think. I think when whatever's in the South Node is almost like we're thinking about the Enneagram, like that is like the unhealthy or disintegrated state of that thing because it's like what you're moving away from, even though it's not inherently negative. It's, it's a positive thing. It's the resources you have to get to your ultimate destination of your North Node. But I'm thinking it, when Libra is at the North Node, it's like the most integrated version of that. So I think she mm. is innately attuned and like created to be in relationship with other people. But it, it, she needs to do that in a healthy way. So I think having Aries in the South Node and then being a Leo, like she's very self-focused and her motivations are rooted in like this uh, type two, like vice of pride because it comes from a place of like, she needs to generate security. Whereas with Libra at the North node, she's learning how to still be in partnership, but to do it in a way that's healthy and balanced. Hmm. See, I don't see South node Aries because I, I guess I don't see her as a leader until she's integrated. Like I see her as way more of like a partner and a follower. And then Mm. as she's integrating, she's stepping more into that, like leadership whatever like um independent yeah, Aries does have this like because it's the first house for sign of like I am the energy of like mm-hmm. knowing oneself so she I could see both yeah I can see both too <laughs> but then part of me is like okay is she is she Cancer South Node? Capricorn North Node? No. 
I think it has to, she, there, it has to be about part. I mean, her storyline in both movies is just partnership, partnership, partnership. She's always the one falling in love. She's very naive in love. She needs to have a relationship. She needs to be attached to people. Um, I think that's like Libra to a T. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, I need to think about this more. She also, like, to make your point with North Node Libra, like, she ultimately is the one that restores balance and justice, like, to the kingdom and to, like, the forest and everything. And Libra is so associated with, like, social justice and equality and balance. Right. Well, and she's ultimately the one who like saves the day Mm -hmm. and but it's only when she masters the south node aries of being alone and Mm -hmm. knowing who she is and what her needs are and asserting herself and like all of that that then she can be of you know balance and service to the collective and then enter into partnership in an authentic way like i think i think her destiny her north node is to be in relationship with Kristoff and yeah. to be in partnership, but in a way that's healthy. And that can't happen until they both master their South notes. I have yeah. no thoughts on Kristoff's combination. But yeah, he's not relevant. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Yeah, I still could see both, but okay. Some combination of Aries and Libra there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the iconic wise old woman says, we are called North Aldra. We are the people of the sun. Like, yeah, because you're showing them their true identity. Uh-huh. I am <sighs> emotional. Elsa promises to free the forest and restore Arendelle. Once mm-hmm. again, speaking her intention into the universe. And then we see this character, Honey Marin, who reveals the fifth spirit. Uh-huh. A fifth spirit said to be the bridge between us and the magic of nature. They heard it call out the day the forest fell. <laughs> like, if we can recall what her father heard when the forest fell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the voice. Elsa thinks then it's her father that could be calling her. So she's kind of getting closer. She's like, okay, then maybe this is like my father, you know, showing me where to go, showing me the path. Um, I don't remember if it was her, Honey Marin, that said only Atahalan knows. But yeah. But they referenced that. Yeah, it's Honey Marin because then she goes, Atahalan. Mm-hmm. And she like remembers the like conversation with her mother at the beginning of the movie. Um, then the earth giants come on the scene to disrupt the party and they are quite reminiscent i can't remember i remember long ago i sent like you like a snapchat about how the earth giants are like very reminiscent of the ice monster oh yeah in the first movie yeah um i don't really remember details of that but um yeah and so i don't really know what to make of the the earth giants but i'm thinking sometimes they come on the scene when there is like a sense of like home or belonging Hmm. and then it's almost like they're disrupting it or like forcing you to like deepen the roots rather than like flee but that's not a fully Hmm. fledged interesting i like that 
Um, Elsa is getting ready to leave with Anna. Anna realizes Kristoff is gone. Because he's Olaf. at proposal practice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Olaf oh my says, gosh. who knows the ways of men? <laughs> I love him. Okay, also. <laughs> what? Like, we hate that Kristoff <laughs> is a Libra rising. <laughs> we hate that Kristoff has a whole proposal set up, but is actually falling in love with a writer. Stop. And they're finishing each other's sentences about talking to the reindeer. Oh, we love that uh, callback to the first movie. Finishing each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. Um, okay, we hate the Kristoff as a Libra rising, but also we love it for Anna because of the necessary balance and on brand for his type six to integrate to type nine amidst all the sisterly turmoil. Uh-huh. <sighs> yep. Um, and then we cue reindeer are better than reindeers are better than people. No, no, no lost in the woods. Oh, no, right before oh, that. Oh, 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 I'm little, sorry, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, the little uh, reprise. Yes, you feel what you feel, and those feelings are real. <gasps> Let down your guard. Oh, so then he, that's that's his opening to to now his transformation, which is to feel the feelings, let down your guard, stop uh-huh. just like doing things out of anxiety, stop trying to propose to like secure, actually be in your feels, and then here comes lost in the woods, which is just its own entity. The drama, the okay. theatrics, the okay. queen references. Oh, yep. Uh-huh. Okay, wait, let me The just, codependency. I know we're going to do, like, a whole episode on yeah, this we are. with our um, quite often uh, alluded to um, friend, Gigi, but let me just read a couple lyrics. Mm-hmm. Let me just... Again, you're gone, off on a different path than mine. I'm left behind, wondering if I should follow. You had to go. And of course, it's always fine. I probably could catch up with you tomorrow. But is this what it feels like? to be growing apart when did i become the one who's always chasing your heart like this is the anthem of an anxiously attached libra rising am i right or am i right oh you're right who He's am like, i if i'm not, I'm your, not guy? your guy where am i if we're not together forever oh, like Kristoff, you anxiety. need to know who you are apart from your relationships this is why anna and Kristoff. this is why the universe is conspiring against them to not get engaged because they have right. to do this work or it's never going to work. And then he says sh- she's his true north. And I'm like, barf. <sighs> oh, gosh. Right. <laughs> but all the while, everyone is transforming in these woods, as Olaf predicted. Yeah. Our- we do love this role reversal, though, of like, for once, the guy is the one singing about how the girl is like his everything, his, like, map, his North Star, his journey mm-hmm. home, and both the girls are just, like, I need to go, like, find my destiny. Whereas usually it's, like, in movies, especially Disney movies, the girl is the one that's, like, when will my prince come? Oh, <laughs> right. And then he swoops into same them, but yeah. we'll get to that. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, just wanted to, uh, like, really nail in that the woods are a place for transformation. Mm-hmm. And as we learned from our little snowman friend, and this is all the more reason for everyone to go out and retreat into nature. Yeah. All the time, like booking a flight to Banff mm-hmm. on the end of this recording. Um, so do you have anything before the ship? No, let's go to the ship because we'll cover a lot more of the 
Christoph Anna dynamics in the next episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, the first thing I have is that they say, this isn't the Southern Sea, which yeah. is where they've always been told the ship, like, yes, went down. Like, hells no. Their parents yeah. weren't trolling around. They were trolling around the Dark Sea because they had to traverse the dark realities of their generational trauma and leave their South Node comfort uh-huh. zones and head north node to Atahalan and break the cycles but they didn't uh-huh. make it because they weren't connected to the elements and only Elsa has that power and she's half Arendellian half Northuldra so she has to be the bridge between the elements and the human experience like is she Jesus yes better than <laughs> <laughs> um what did I write? Just real. Oh, I wrote just realized the symbolism of Anna discovering this without Kristoff present. <gasps> Whoa. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, they find a map in another language in their mother's handwriting. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Oh, I had a question about this. So, mm-hmm. um, Anna says every. Oh, yeah. And this is also another thing. Kristoff's gone, and Anna's the one who's kind of like spearheading things mm-hmm. right now. So she's like, every Arendellian ship has a compartment. Compartment waterproof. Do we think it's significant that it's, like, waterproof? Other than the fact that it just, like, doesn't melt away. Like, this is where they find the answer, the, like, right map. But I don't know. The waterproof thing was, like, throwing me off. I feel like it's just to keep it safe. I don't know. I know. I'm probably reading too far. (laughs) It's it's fine. It's part of the job. So, yeah. So the mother, their mother's handwriting reveals that Atahalan, a magical river said to hold all the secrets of the past, as we said, is the source of Elsa's magic. Like, duh, but also Yes. She wrote, the end of the Ice Age, the river found but lost. Magic source. Elsa's source. Mm. Yeah. So essentially they traveled north and tried to cross to Atahalan. But they didn't make it. Yeah. And then, so... um, Elsa then remembers that water has memory and she goes, I want to know what happened to them. Literally so, puts her hands on the ground, like and like brings the water channeling. to life. And um now is just like a great time, as if we haven't been doing so already, to acknowledge that to acknowledge Elsa's certified growth as a character because she's leaning into the experience and healing of her intergenerational trauma and consequent childhood wounds. Whereas in the first movie, she was literally famous for saying, conceal, don't feel, don't Uh let them know. Like, don't just let it go. And consequently, cue the throat chakra opening like the floodgates Mm -hmm. of the dam will eventually. Yep. She's shown a scene of them drowning and... I can speak from experience, this inner child work is quite traumatizing. Mm -hmm. Like this is a traumatizing scene because they are finally reconciling with like their wounds and their grief. Yeah. Well, and so then I was like, okay, PSA on integration is occurring. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this starts when she's the one, again, to find the map thingy. And then Elsa gets all sad because she blames herself for her parents' death because they were looking for answers for her. But then Anna comforts her. This is, like, healthy, too. Um, Comforts her in, like, a non-needy way. And then actually acknowledges for the first time that no one can resolve the past, save Arendelle, and free the forest except Elsa. Mm -hmm. Like, her savior complex is melting like Olaf in summer, and we stand. 
And she's popping off with the boundaries and reminding Elsa that you are not responsible for their choices. And Elsa quickly disintegrates to a four and says, just their deaths. (gasps) (laughs) True. Um, But then again, sadly, this is uh, all short-lived for our friend Anna because she gets all needy again. And then, like, big sister tells her she has to stay home. But, you know, she means it. Well, I know. Well, it's so sad. She says, I don't want you dying, trying to be everything for everyone else. I can't lose you, Elsa. Yeah. I mean, this is the, this is having like a type one sister who's Mm. like never going to recognize who needs to live out their Aquarius rising and also South Node and Aquarius. Like she's like, I need to do this for everyone else. And, and Anna, who's more self-focused as a Leo is like you can't be everyone for every every everything for everyone else. Wow. Like I need you and you need you. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, Anna. I'm being too hard on you. Well, I just love that like polarity because if Anna is a Leo, she like keeps shining that at Elsa, and Elsa's just so comfortable in the Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Elsa, yeah, like you said, promptly sends them off spiraling in a boat. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. And yeah. So then Anna quotes, all is found. Um, she says, dive down deep into her sound, not too far. You'll be drowned. But like, this is literally how we describe water signs. When we like read people's birth charts, it's like balance allows you to float amidst the waves. But when you bear too much of the weight, you drown in the depths of problems and emotions that don't belong to you. Mm -hmm. So like, this is Elsa and all of her like major water energy. Like she's trying to be everything for everyone and it's not in this like um like helpful like type two mind space of Anna it's in this perspective of like type one like no I have to do everything perfectly I have to save everyone I have to be everything for everyone and so it's like literally drowning her and eventually we will see when she goes too far into Atta Holland that she can't do it alone and she doesn't help and Anna says who's going to stop you from going too far like, Anna knows her so intimately. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're mm-hmm. so polar, and yet they're so attached and connected. Um, but yeah, she sends them off. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wait, yeah, we're already to the ice canoe. And here is inner child healing in oh my action. Gosh. I love this scene. Yeah. Olaf senses some rising, rising anger. anger. A like, seven recognizing their negative feeling, quote, negative feelings. Like, we love to see it. Okay, but also, like, Anna is, like, yes. visibly angry. So this is her type two disintegrating to type eight. Um, and she goes, she promised me we'd do this together. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, screaming. Um, but then Olaf, like, corrects her, and he's, like, again, like actually talking about his own anger to which Anna replies, you have every right to be angry. And then Olaf responds about how everything's been changing and she's literally reparenting herself to Mm -hmm. her inner child that is Olaf, AKA, yeah, her inner child saying this, but also saying, I know, but look, I'm still here holding your hand. Mm -hmm. Literally, she's like holding up his arm. It's like funny, Mm -hmm. but also it's like so sweet. And Olaf feels, quote, better already. Like, this is the beginning of her realizing her self-sufficiency. And, like, this is, like, I don't know. In my mind, I'm, like, Capricorn man. Like, security. Yeah. And if we, if we like, imagine 
the movie without Olaf, like if Olaf is just a part of Anna and it is just her inner, inner child, like she's spiraling off alone in the boat and like talking to herself and like talking herself through this. And yeah, I, I guess just realizing that Olaf is just an extension of her inner self and her inner child, then you can like watch it back and see how he adds obviously the comedic humor Mm -hmm. And, like, adds so much in that sense. But in the scenes that they're together, it's really just him mirroring her or validating her. Like, it just, it it's almost as if he doesn't even need to be there because it's her. Right. Well, and if we think about if, you know, if she's a Leo, then amidst all this, like, stress that's going on, she can't, like, fully express that, like, fun and creative side. So then Olaf has to be that to, like, remind her who she truly is in spite – It's this is, like, literally he's demonstrating integration in spite of disintegration. Like, yeah. he's like, no, this is who you're supposed to be and this who is who you were as a child. And Leo is the perpetual inner child. The perpetual right. child. Yeah. Right, but – like, yeah, I mean, the point of that inner child work then is to be like, this is who you were and you need to remember your place, like, who you were in that place of, like, being carefree and just, like, having fun and all this stuff, but you need to go to that place so that you can heal that child and all of the ways that it was wronged because mm-hmm. it was, like, as a child that her parents died mm-hmm. and so, like, the trauma, but she needs to, like, go back to that place and Olaf, like, has to bring her there. Mm-hmm. And Elsa sends her there. Yeah. So um, then we see the Earth Giants again. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And this and this is what I was thinking. Like, yeah. So again, we see like good grounding works being done, but the Earth Giants like appear. Um, and so then it's either like okay, this is like forcing them out of that, and it's like okay, we're not there yet. Like we aren't fully in our like grounded state, or it's like pushing them to like pushing them into like integration in spite of disintegration. But Hmm. as we know, it's too early on in the movie for that. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. So then they paddle off course into a dark cave and immediately plunge into the depths over a waterfall, like buckle up on it's about to get real. Yeah. A pit with no way out. (sighs) Going to the depths of the eighth house. And Um, then cut to Elsa staring into the dark sea with a look of absolute determination. Wait, but first, Anna, like, in a split second, is, like, conjures this fiery torch. Oh, yeah. And, like, literally, it's, like, in, like, mere seconds. And I'm, like, yes, because the fire of the sun is wound up in her veins as a Leo, and we love that yep. for her. Yep. And she sure. finally can, like, she finally can tap into, like, her powers. Mm-hmm. And because she's not, like, tied up with Elsa anymore. Right. Like, maybe the third movie is, like, us finding out that Anna has firepower mm, that'd be so cool i'd be here for that wow. meanwhile um elsa's wearing a freaking power tunic and leggings combo yeah harnessing the power of the ocean ties her hair back because it's essential all right in this, her i literally was like quote okay this low pony is a look mm-hmm. but then enter that's the pony but enter the stallion right the water horse. So the first time she gets taken out by a wave, tries again, dives straight into the wave this time, is using the one element she possesses inside to get her through. And yeah, so this icy stallion horse like pushes her down to the bottom 
but she freezes him and swims up and like she starts to rope him in and tame him and ride to the other side. Yeah, and I looked it up, um, and horses in dream imagery mm-hmm. are always representative of personal freedom. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because she, she like, masters, I feel like this is the ultimate mastery of her power that mm-hmm. she has just, like, tried to control, like, hasn't had control, has been, well, like, a it's been trauma response. for her whole yeah. life. The gloves. I'm not over them. Right. So this is just this dark night of the soul journey. Like she's uh, contending with everything. And then, oh my gosh, the magical moment she sees uh, the glacier. She, of course, glaciers are rivers, rivers of, of ice. ice. Atahalan is, is frozen. frozen. <laughs> like the memory is blocked because Atahalan is frozen. Who wrote this movie? I mean, seriously. Seriously. Like, it's... Whoever wrote this movie is so spiritually enlightened. I... Yeah. I strive to get there. If you told me this whole thing came to them, like, in a dream or meditation, that's the only way I'd believe it. Yeah. Kind of how I feel about Hamilton, but we all know that was conjured up in a coffee shop. But anyways, um, yeah. Like, she gets to Atahalan, and it's... Unreal. It's frozen. Yeah. We're still only like halfway through the movie. Like, how is this possible? Like, so many iconic moments. Yeah, every part. Okay, um, okay, wait. This is literally like I nothing has ever made me more visceral. Yeah. Than the moment that she spies out to Holland, but then she starts like gliding on this like seahorse of yeah. sorts. And then the first notes of show yourself start. Mm-hmm. Well, and you just see her body relax. Like, she is she is home. Uh-huh. You just see... You just see her step... Like, see her finally solidify, like, the intuition and, and recognize, like, that she did it. She went on on a, on a limb and followed her intuition. It, like, brought her where she thought it was going to bring her. Like, mm-hmm. she's she was right, which is, like, her ultimate need as a one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, is everything glistening on the screen, or is that just my tears? <laughs> because everything does, like, begin to sparkle, and I have chills, no pun intended. Yes. full um, body chills. And she goes, it, oh, I get literally, like, <laughs> I'm having a moment. Um, like, when it starts, every inch of me is trembling, mm-hmm. like, you and me both, Elsa. And not from the cold, like, the parallels to Let It Go in Frozen 1. All of these, this is a direct like, parallel to the lyrics in Frozen 1. She is, right, she is answering back to herself. Mm -hmm. And also, this is the first time we see Elsa cry. Mm -hmm. She ain't frozen anymore. Oh, my gosh, true. The tears are moving. The energy is flowing. She's finally tapped into her intuition. She's arriving, and it feels like she is home. That is it. This, okay, I'm also, okay, like a dream I can reach but not quite hold. I can sense you there. Like a friend I've always known. I'm arriving and it feels like I'm home. I also noted that this is like the anthem of waxing gibbous natives. Like mm. the moon right before the full moon. Like there's just so much like anticipation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know we got some waxing gibbous uh, born listeners. Mm-hmm. 
listen to it through that lens of like always like like you know what's coming or like you know something beautiful and amazing is about to happen but like you're like restless in anticipation of it and you're like refine constantly refining yourself like the word associated with waxing gibbous is refinement in preparation of the big thing and like that's type one too mm-hmm. wow okay um I've always been a fortress cold secrets deep inside like she's literally harboring the secrets of her family because um, she is the cycle breaker also, then Capricorn in the 12th house, because uh, Capricorn's like putting up those walls, setting those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then the 12th house is the house of secret keeping. Secrets. Yep. Because it keeps you from seeing your hidden life. Rising first house. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. And then she's like talking in the second person now. Yep. Like, yes, Queen, tell me how to transform like you. Except she is talking to herself. Show yourself I'm dying to meet you. Like when you love the person that you are, goals. Well, and I don't know if this is before or after, but when she says, show yourself, I'm ready to learn. And she's singing now back to the voice and the voice is responding with the way to go. So now she not only has heard her intuition, followed it, but she's now living in line with it. She's literally asking where to go and she's following it on a whim. Like this is the definition of stepping into your power. This is living your fifth element. Wow. I've never felt so certain because her purpose is finally fulfilled. I'm no longer trembling because she's finally living into her power. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, she's finally like doing the work alone. And again, this is a direct response to let it go from the first movie that everyone thought was so iconic and like this, like empowered woman, like whatever, like, no, 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 no. She's doing this alone. Well, that was the first step. She needed, she did need that step. Right. She just, yeah, true. But she's no longer doing it from a place of shame or diligence, but from a place of security and now excitement. Like she is Mm -hmm. like beaming at the thought of this. And this is her integration to type seven um, and this notion of freedom because Mm -hmm. for once she's choosing to do something for her own sake and not out of duty or obligation, which is that Aquarius South Node. Her Leo North Node stepping into this queendom. Yes. And with this, I'm no longer trembling where her trauma response her whole life has been frozen has literally been to freeze and she freezes everything in her sight like now she's no longer trembling like she has harnessed her trauma she has now transformed her pain into her power oh my gosh like the horse was just the trauma that she harnessed to yeah, be able to ride across her the emotions. to the bottom yep yeah yep. wow mm-hmm uh, I mean, and if we think about horse, like horses, like war imagery, like men riding horses in war, I'm pretty sure there were horses in that battle that was shown between like her grandfather and her father. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like a more masculine associated, um, like associated with all that leadership and kingdom and war and everything. So she, like that has been also like weighing on her and repressing her and she's like no i'm going to ride you into my matriarchal queendom uh-huh but also like i don't need you to come i'm just gonna like go and live my best life yeah wow um yeah so all cap i mean i'm just this is all i'm writing it in all caps like you are the answer i've waited for all of Mm -hmm. my life (laughs) finally 
She sees the crystallized elements again. The spirits circle around her and surround her as the fifth element. She steps into the middle and she absolutely pops off. Yeah. Okay. And also throughout this whole sequence, she's literally rebuilding the walls and columns, like building a home for herself here. Uh Like this river didn't need to be another ice palace, but she's making it one. Right. And also, again, the... (laughs) the leo north node the hair is down it is mm-hmm. exquisite yes. and also let me just say this i have in all caps the white dress oh i wrote that too aka like the crown chakra which we alluded to earlier that is beyond mm-hmm. the elements is either purple or white aka the highest knowledge and she has peaked there and now i'm like omg when we wear white on our wedding day it should be because we have reached the summit of our journey thus far in an intentional way and because we have done the work we are now able to conjoin our journey with another oh my god (laughs) yep Uh, yeah so she's seeing seeing all these family memories she's seeing her mother calling out with the voice when she saved her father. These lines are just circling. I am found. Step into your power. I'm sobbing. I have full body chills. She's wearing all white. She's crying, talking to her mother. You are the one you've been waiting for all of your life. The maternal healing that is happening in this moment. <sighs> generations. Generations. When she sings, come my darling homeward bound, and then the like – yeah i wrote this is the most important moment in cinematic history it is and then it concludes with the the oz at the end Uh like she has harnessed the mist that once veiled the enchanted forest and like now it's like all misty above her Mm -hmm. because now she runs that ish like i I mean (laughs) in this like this maternal this womb healing Mm. Like, I am found. She is now connected back with, because she's connected back with the water, like the waters that we all were birthed from, the waters of our mother's womb. She is now, like, not only found by her mother, but she has now found her true origin and herself and her power that lies in knowing where you come from and connecting back with your lineage and your origin of your birth. I can't. I can't. The maternal healing. Oh, the womb stuff is killing me. I know. There's so much. Like, that's just a whole other lens. But you could just watch this movie through so many lenses. Um, <sighs> she's now conjuring the spirits, and they fall, and she's walking among this world of icy memories. So she's like, it's this is such the healing journey, right? Because you reach like this. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm in my power. Like, I'm healing that was beautiful and the next minute she's now flashing back and seeing more trauma to unpack she's now going Mm -hmm. another level deeper because she's reached a new level and this is where it's like starting to get like okay dangerous to do yes alone um and so okay oh this is when the so this is like the snowy memory museum yeah i'm calling it um when the mother goes i need to tell you about my past who i am blah 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 so agnar the father like they're talking to themselves and elsa's just like wandering through like watching all this play out and so then i was like okay so he didn't know 
who she really was. Yeah. But then I'm like, again, what's with all the secrets? I know. Well, yeah. And then we have this effing grandfather who says the North Uldra follow magic, which means we can never trust them. Magic makes people feel too powerful, too entitled. It makes them think they can defy the will, will of a, of a king. king. Like Elsa. two hour rants. Like this uh, is the government. This is the people doing system. their own research. This is yeah. The patriarchy. Yeah. It's all of it. Oh my gosh. God forbid we let people think for themselves. Yeah, this is this is just this line is everything. But her response <gasps> is oh. everything. Uh, please. <laughs> that is not what magic does. That's just your fear. Fear, fear is, can't is what be can't trusted. be trusted. Like a pre- intuition versus fear. Intuition versus fear. Intuition versus fear. We are living right now. This episode is going to be released in the last month of 2020. 2020, we have been living in fear. Mm-hmm. Everyone has been taught that their intuition is not to be trusted. Pop off. If, if 2020 needed something, it needs Frozen 2. Everyone should be watching Frozen 2. It is not a coincidence that Disney Plus came out in 2020. They're trying to make sure everyone watches Frozen 2 and gets the answer to what our world needs right now, which is people tapping into their fifth element of intuition, tapping into nature, the wider world around them, the world inside of them, and not just blindly following orders and fear and anxiety. Yes. And when she says fear is what can't be trusted, and when you're consumed by fear, Yep. Like her grandfather and all the people in power who are afraid of all us thinking for ourselves. When you're consumed by fear, then you can't be trusted in and of yourself. Right. Because you have no intuitive capacity to navigate the world. And right. So this is why it's important to discern the places in your life where fear runs the ways you are reacting and mm-hmm. relating. With and it. she just... She also solidifies here that intuition doesn't feel scary. Like your intuition is just your inner voice. There isn't a feeling associated with it. It just is. Mm -hmm. And some people can feel like they're being led by their intuition because there's this strong, overwhelming feeling of fear that's telling them to do something. And so they're like, my intuition is telling me this. Well, that might be your gut response. That might be your trauma mechanism trying to keep you safe. All those things are very valid, but that's not intuition. Intuition Mm -hmm. is like magic. Intuition is the universe and you conspiring together for your greatest good. Wow. I love that. And it shouldn't, it should feel right. Yes. Can we talk about the significance of her like rewriting all these memories as she's traveling through this like this like ice portal and she's telling she's talking back to her grandfather like this is literally re-patterning and rewiring and reparenting like she is she could have just rolled her eyes and kept going like she did at her self singing let it go mm-hmm. iconic but she chose to correct him and to speak now this truth into the universe, her truth. She's now expressing herself 
And then we see that that actually brings her kind of deeper. And like you said, this is the deep work that can't necessarily be done alone because right. then she, she, she jumps into this, this, I don't even know, like cavernous opening. Mm-hmm. And then she begins to freeze to death. Literally, as she watches the memories of the truth of the past play out before her, aka mm-hmm. granddaddy mustache killing the native peoples he's exploited and thus enraging the elements, dear God. Like, why is this literally the story of, like, witches in the patriarchy? <laughs> right. I mean, she's literally in the freeze response. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. And, yeah, so Elsa is frozen and has reached the point in her journey where she, like, absolutely undeniably undeniably needs help. So she cries out for her sister, mm-hmm. who happens Which to be so traversing traversing her own little cavern but it's Mm -hmm. much less flashy um and like any good aquarius placement elsa's rising sign her last stitch effort is to reveal the truth to the collective by calling on a return to the past for the sake of the future Mm. sends a little snowman message in the shape of grandpa killing the north North older leader and it appears to anna and olaf so they can know the truth about the past Mm mm-hmm she immediately um, sees it yeah. and realizes Elsa's found the truth about the past because these sisters are so connected, even more so now that they are both separately tapping into their intuition. Mm-hmm. They're like even more connected than they have been. Right. And this is when we learn that the dam was a trick. And Olaf reminds us that mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that it's that it certainly wasn't part of Arendelle's mission statement. <laughs> he's like, like he's like. Well, that's not what I forget what he says, but he's like, yeah. that's not what Arendelle's all about, or like yeah. something like that. Like, yeah, duh. Um, and then Anna like realizes her mission, like, well, is yeah. to break down the dam. And it's only when Elsa is literally frozen underground that Anna is able to have a logical response and make an <laughs> action plan. <laughs> it's so true. Well, and Kristoff's nowhere to be found. And uh-huh. so she starts realizing this. But first, she must resolve her own issues even more and break free from the protective walls she's built as she navigates this mission alone. Um, and we all cry as Olaf dies in her arms. Well, and now I'm just like making this connection because as she is finally being forced to step into an adult role because her adult person is <sighs> from. Mm-hmm. like her child is dying <gasps> oh. <laughs> and like not just like dying like her child is dying in her arms and she's becoming an adult she has to become an adult and because it is so sudden and she's thrown into this it's like this tragic death it's not a slowly she's grown out of her inner child it's no. he's dying in her arms the grief yeah. So then cue the Disney song that Wait, uh, before before yeah. that we must oh, yeah. quote Olaf's last words. Oh wait, wait, wait. I wrote one more thing too. Olaf is the symbol of Elsa's magic that she gives to Anna, but as Elsa is frozen and separated from Anna, Olaf has to go too. Anna has to do this on her own. Oh my gosh, I got chills when you said that. But also Anna's abandonment issues are quaking at the thought mm-hmm. of Olaf dying. Um, oh, yeah. And of course, other than him saying, I like warm hugs, the last thing Olaf says is, hey, Anna, I just thought of one thing that's permanent. <laughs> Love. <laughs> like, Olaf mm-hmm. is dying and I am dying. 
And this is probably the only time Anna has, like, ever been fully alone. Uh, truly. Yeah. Except, like, when she's been lonely in their, like, castle when yeah. Anna or Elsa was locked away. Like, the first time she's had to really make major decisions for herself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Wait. And now I'm, like, trying to think if there's got to be so much here with this scene mirroring do you want to build a snowman in the first movie? Oh my God. I can't go down that Mm-mm. road right now. This um, is supposed to be a brief summary. <laughs> who said it was going to be brief? That was never promised. Well, true, but I just, this, like, is, we this could, is the overview, believe it or yeah, not. People. We could go, we could go so deep into every one of these concepts. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So now we finally get the song that's been long foreshadowed, which is next right Thing, which I must say isn't my favorite song like musically to listen to but it is so unbelievably important to the movie and the storyline and Anna's character development I think I think Into the Unknown is like my first I think this is my second and Show Yourself is my third Wow! all of them are really like obviously on the same level but the part that gets me I mean there's so many parts that gets me in this song song but like when she says so I'll walk through this night stumbling blindly toward the light (laughs) I mean that is gonna push this to number one for me because has there ever been a song that summarized grief summarizes grief in such a profound way like thank you Disney well and that is exactly what is visually represented throughout this whole sequence of her just like like, not even fully aware of what's going on, but just, like, putting one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and, like, stumbling out until she gets to the flipping daylight. Like, we don't even remember that it's daytime outside yeah. until it happens. But also my question is, is she singing about – well, like, at the beginning, she is, like, singing and, like, very overcome with grief. And I'm like, okay, is she singing about losing Olaf, Elsa, her parents, or herself? Like, the only Mm -hmm. thing we do know is that in this moment, she is sure as hell not talking about Kristoff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, this, like, becomes this whole ballad, like, love song to herself. This is her personal, like, show yourself. Right. And it's much more, like, somber because she's having, having these like her whole like perception like view of the world is being like is dying in front of her and it's like this much sadder transformation compared Mm -hmm. to Elsa's like iconic yeah moments how to rise from the floor when it's not you I'm rising for like has only ever lived for others yeah and it's interesting that you say that this is Obviously, it is sadder because it's a sad song. and But it's interesting how we view, like, Elsa's, Elsa's journey and Elsa's song is, like, she's finally, like, accepting herself and, like, accepting love and kind of, like, healing these wounds that she's had around being, like, very solitary and confined. But Anna is, like, doing the opposite, which is i guess more what am i trying to say like her power is coming from obviously like stepping into her like resiliency and independence which we don't really um 
glorify as Mm -hmm. much, Mm -hmm. I guess the word like, but it's just as powerful and just as like profound. Obviously we see through her transformation, but it is just this total polar opposite journey of these two sisters that are wounded in opposite ways, but are transforming at the same time. Yeah. I I mean, the thing that comes to mind for me here is the, the Enneagram. So Anna is a type two. So she's no longer like angry and upset as a two would disintegrate to type eight, like when she's in the ice canoe situation or when, you know, like, Elsa goes running into the fire and Anna gets mad about it like it's no longer she's in a place of insecurity or like stress it's like she's like integrating to type four in that she's finally feeling things in a really deep and authentic way because as a type two she has a lot of feelings and I say this from like personal account of like as a type two like you feel things and you're like very empathetic and you like want to be of service to others and like all this stuff but rarely do we give ourselves the time and space to be alone and really sit in those feelings and to like recognize like what they are authentically Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how we're being affected by them yep so i think that's what she's doing here even though it is like a really sad and somber time like it seems stressful like it would be a moment of disintegration but for her she's finally like stepping Mm. into this integration of like okay I'm ready to feel things and like again with all this uh type seven like inner child like stuff from Olaf and like being a Leo like um this childlike energy it, it would be really easy for her to shy away from feeling things so deeply like not wanting to be wounded or hurt but now she's not afraid to do that and we even love like even as she's she's integrating into her type four, she's still, and this would definitely track with your Capricorn moon theory, like she's still structuring herself through that and being like, okay, I'm feeling a lot, but I still need to bring action to it and I need to do the next right thing. So I'm just going to take one step mm-hmm. and I'm just going to do, I'm just going to breathe and I'm just going to get up. And like, she's literally giving herself the structure that Elsa usually gives to her and now she has to do it Mm. on her own wow well yeah and Capricorn being like known as this slow moving Mm -hmm. energy like she's like okay like she could be like like she knows Elsa's like in trouble and or dying because Olaf has withered away but she is still like she's not even concerned about that anymore it's not like okay I need to rush to do this or like whatever it's like okay I just need to do this for myself and I just need to do what feels right and she's doing it because again Capricorn moon but Capricorn is in the eighth house if she's a Gemini rising and so it's she's doing it all this through this like slow moving like Mm -hmm. very systematic like Capricorn energy but for the sake of transformation and eighth house like going to the depths Mm mm-hmm so then she says with the dawn what comes then everything will never be the same again like her childhood innocence is officially gone as Olaf foreshadowed in the opening song everything is changing she's like realizing these truths and then like that pushes like once she comes to terms with that reality and is now not living in this like child like state of like nothing will ever change she's now able to literally take action in a way that we've never seen before. She's running through the forest. She's Mm -hmm. like waking up the earth giants. She's running towards the dam. 
And then finally, Kristoff is at last on the same <laughs> path as her. And he, as he emerges from his solo forest endeavor, breaking the cycle of codependency. And yeah. I just, this is the line where I need to just pause the movie. And this uh-huh. is the line where we'll talk about this on the episode. But he says, I'm here. What do you need? Right. He's not only breaking the cycle of codependency, he's breaking the cycle of every Disney movie where the prince swoops in to save the day or the guy swoops in to save the day. He swoops in and is like, how can I support you in fulfilling your mission in this moment? Because you're obviously on a mission. Right. And I don't want to like romanticize or glorify his actions in this way because only comparatively is to the other Disney princes and things is this like iconic, but right. Right. This is like baseline standard of what, Oh yeah. How men should be reacting in uh, our time of need. But um, yeah, it's like so amazing. The first thing that he says is that I'm here when Mm -hmm. you need, like, thank you for not assuming or swooping in for the glory. And then, listening to what Anna says without question or input and just getting it done. And like now she that, says, yeah. we need to break down the dam. And he's like, okay, I'm on it. Bye. Yep. And because he has finally like seen himself as an individual person, he can see herself as a, he can see her as a competent individual mm-hmm. and doesn't feel the need to save her either. Right. Right. So oh. then Anna is, like, confronted by these Arendellian guards mm-hmm. and Lieutenant Matisse. Um, he is just, like, like she's like, we need to break it down, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, how can you be so sure? Like, questioning her. And she's like, she says, please, my sister gave her life for the truth. And I did cry. So this is where we, we see that she thinks Elsa is dead, which makes that song so much more powerful and freaking amazing. It's true. But also, yeah, that she still wants to continue on and persist even though she thinks that everything that she loves is gone. Yeah. Because at this point, we don't even know if Kristoff is like in the picture or whatever. Like, we haven't seen him in ages. She doesn't know if she's ever going to get back to Arendelle and like she's going to break the dam so she knows it's going to like wipe away Arendelle. So she's literally still persisting, even though she thinks her sister is dead. Her, like, almost basically fiancé is nowhere to be found. Olaf is gone, her one true friend. And her home is about to be swept away by the ocean. Well, she did She did see Kristoff, but she's, like, because before No, but that, this, when she was in right? the cave, though. Oh, when right. She, like, when she, starts singing. the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild. Wow. So oh, powerful. Man. Okay, I feel like I need to watch it again and just, like, give Anna more credit because... Yeah, you do. <sighs> she transforms just as much as Elsa does. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just, like, Anna and I share so many similar <laughs> tendencies. Okay. Um, so then the Earth Giants start throwing the boulders at her. So she's running on the dam... Um, breaking down the bridge Beckons between them. Yep. the f- physical and spiritual world. Like, this is the work of the crown chakra mm-hmm. of the fifth element. Mm-hmm. And as such, the five elements appear in the sky as soon as the bridge falls, like in that like iconic crystalline mm-hmm. thing. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so as soon as the bridge falls, the five elements appear in the sky. 
uh, Olaf Snowpile glistens. Elsa mm-hmm. unfreezes. The water horse swoops her up, and just as the water is about to overtake Arendelle, they build not a wall, but a boundary to protect mm-hmm. the kingdom. Like, Elsa is putting up boundaries between what was her home so that then I mean, everyone else can continue to live there, but she can, like, do her own thing. Absolutely iconic. Right. And just when we think things can't get more iconic, Anna – well, okay, I feel like I'm just, like, moving too fast because that was, like, a whole no, big important part. But Anna apologizes for leaving Kristoff, and he replies with, it's okay, my love is not fragile. Mm-hmm. And the angelic Northold require returns. <gasps> right. And also the Northold reindeer boy – what's his name? Ryder? Ryder, yeah. I just put him down as reindeer boy. I think so. Goes, look at the sky. I just didn't realize there was so much of it, like, at me every time I read about astrology. Right. Because this is the ah! first time they're seeing it, like. Well, yeah, the forest the unlocks, yep. Yeah, and then I mean, the reindeer all run in a circle because nature is one once again. There's so much is, imagery here. Right. But this, she looks so set. Like, it is powerful, uh-huh. but Anna looks so grief-stricken and sad and my heart just like is absolutely breaking in this moment when she's like walking out with uh-huh of the forest and then when she sees Elsa uh-huh. I am full on sobbing because she literally thought her world was dead like her everything right she doesn't was even dead. know that Arendelle is like saved at this point no. she doesn't know that Elsa's alive like she doesn't know anything and she also returns dressed in white looking like a queen right with uh like this parts of her white dress like billowing behind her like for lack of a better word looking like wings because she is yeah. an angel well she says i thought i'd lost you and she says you saved me again oh. <gasps> like and this is the type this is the like okay because the type one wants to be the savior right and the type two wants to be loved and does it by saving people. And so they're like flip-flopping each other's wounds. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just too much for me to explain. Uh, oh and then gosh. Anna goes, did you find the fifth spirit? And then she goes, you, you are, are the, the fifth, fifth spirit. spirit. You are the bridge. the bridge. And Elsa <laughs> goes, well, actually a bridge has two sides. And mother had two daughters. Oh my God, oh my God. We did this together. And they like did. Right. And then freaking Kristoff asks if Elsa cut her hair. And it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is such a troll. I'm like, yeah, these women are just, they've literally rebuilt this kingdom. They've restored their lineage. They've made <laughs> everything right. And Kristoff's like, hey, did you cut your hair? Yeah, you look different. Why? <laughs> um okay but then as if we're not crying enough elsa goes do you want to build a snowman thank and goodness water has memory right and she's able to bring olaf back because their <laughs> inner children are healed <laughs> oh and it also, this is the role reversal of Elsa asking Anna, do you want to build a snowman instead of mm-hmm. Anna, like, banging on her door and she's locked away inside in the first movie. Um, Kristoff can finally propose because the codependency is cured. Right. Kristoff proposes. This is just, like, 
moment after moment too after much moment. is happening Kristoff yeah. proposes the earth giants are friendly now Arendelle and the North Uldra are cool the lizard guy makes another appearance Anna becomes queen Elsa moves to the woods Kristoff gels his hair you know there's just a lot going on um <laughs> um uh, Anna steps into her power by letting Kristoff know she prefers him in leather uh-huh yeah speak your mind the statue uh, is revealed. Our lands and people now connected by love. Right. And now they're using the power of the elements for their benefit because they are now living in tune with them and in, instead of the elements, like, them living in fear of them or, yeah, in fear of, like, natural disasters occurring. They're using the wind to send the letters mm-hmm. to, to, to Elsa, who has the fire spirit perched on her shoulder. She and conjures still the water horse up. And in, like, up. evening wear. Yep. Like in a full on gown. Um, mm-hmm. But also, yeah, we, oh my gosh, we need to do like a whole episode just on like the relation to the natural world. And like, this is not just, you know, a part of this movie. Like, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, imagine what it would look like if we could live in tune, in touch with the natural the world, where we get yeah. our food, where we get our medicine. Like, right. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is what it would look like an absolute matriarchal dream of a kingdom, of a queendom. True. And then the movie ends with um okay, wait, so so Anna communicates with the wind, aka Gale, mm-hmm. to deliver a letter to the woodland but still fancy Elsa to invite her to family game night. Um, and then the movie ends with Elsa journeying home in a new way with boundaries and a clear mm-hmm. vision and understanding of who she is. Like, if this ain't integration, like, IDK what is? Because she's just, like, has her own place mm-hmm. across the ocean. The and they can, and they can finally, like, live apart because they've healed so much of the trauma that was bonding them together. Like they were so clinging to each other because that's all that they had. And now that they know the truth and have processed so much of their history and their lineage, they now can like live their independent lives and still be so connected, but it's Uh not out of fear. Right. Well, and let's talk about the, the growth of Elsa's like communication abilities because now she's so much further away. They're not living in the same house anymore. And yet she's Mm -hmm. finally able to communicate in like a way that is authentic to her own like integrity and to like want to be in conversation with her sister and like show up for her. And Anna like wants her to like be a part of her life, but it's not out of like fear or out of need to like find her own fulfillment. Like she's self-sufficient. She's running a whole gosh darn kingdom by herself. And we love that it's like the earthy kingdom and uh, and Elsa has like the icy kingdom, obviously. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, this is the only Disney movie my children will watch. Well, Like Frozen you... 1 and Frozen 2, but... Right. I mean, you have the iconic quote of this is the most unproblematic Disney movie of all time. I really, I cannot find a problem. Can you? No, not one. And the problems that I was hearing, cause I saw this with like a lot of my family and everyone, like half of them were like, I like Frozen one better. And then half of us were on the floor, like not able to walk out of the theater <sighs> because, and 
just so happened that the half of us that had that reaction are the ones that like are in therapy, like processing their shit. Um, but a lot of people were saying like, oh, Frozen 1 is so much better because like Frozen 2 is like dark and it's just like all about like death and everything. And it's like, if you can't talk to your kids about loss, especially in 2020, like every kid should be watching this. Like if you can't talk right. to your kids about fear, about healing, about indigenous culture, about colonialism, about mm-hmm. restoring nature and our relationship with the earth, like what are you even talking to your kids about? <laughs> also, I feel like in this movie, there's so many like, I don't want to say more iconic. Also like iconic is like the word of the Right. Um, but there's so many like scenes that are reminiscent of scenes in other Disney movies. Like I'm thinking mm. um uh like in the very beginning when uh their dad is telling them the story of, you know, when he was in the forest and like blah blah blah. And there's the scene of him watching his father die, and it's like someone like he's like let go off a cliff and I'm like this is serious Lion King vibes but yeah you didn't think the Lion King could get like right better but here we are watching Frozen right yeah also oh my gosh oh my gosh wait and now I'm thinking of when Anna like when the the little the what should we call it? The dam breaks mm-hmm. and the bridge is falling and she's about to like plummet to her oh death. Gosh, yeah. And then um the what should we call it? Her like father's uh, like guard. Yeah. Yeah. Lieutenant Matisse reaches down and grabs her and you think like, oh my gosh, is this gonna be like an Uncle Scar moment? Oh, and then true. he's like, I've got you or whatever. And then Kristoff uh-huh. comes and helps too and they pull her up like, wow. <laughs> so much. I know. I just love like a generation of little girls singing show yourself like supposed to let it go like i can't how, even listen to let it go anymore but also how far when I, I there's so many videos of me as a kid singing like part of your world like think of how desperate that song is like oh i wish i could be part of your world and now it's freaking like step into your power you are the one you've been waiting for all of your life uh. like we are literally raising queens like, like so, and Elsa's so much of a queen that she like rescinds her queen title to like leave yeah. and like go do something else. Like she you, it's an, it. it's she's like proving that it's not all about like worldly power. Like you will not find yourself or your true happiness or joy in that role. Like it was not conducive to her healing, and she was like, okay, bye, Anna. Here's the crown. Yeah, literally North Node and Leo. I can't. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. All right. Wow. Well. Honestly, we did that in record timing. I really thought we'd be here. Yeah, we did. I feel drained. That was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, Yeah. Um, If you want to know your North (laughs) Node, you can sign up to get a birth chart reading with us. Maybe we will... uh, make parallels between your chart and which frozen character you would match up with. Mm, yes. And if this hasn't made you <laughs> want to watch Frozen 2, then I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Maybe this just isn't the podcast for you if you haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not okay. No. Okay. <laughs> okay well, thanks for power. listening. Follow us on Instagram. Um, like, leave a review, subscribe, all of that. <laughs> we are. We are dead. <laughs> Goodbye.